0: our single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. tokes
1: Well, we have been talking about finding the right mate for your life, and here is the continuation of Lord It's 2015, and I still haven't found my mate. What is the deal? Here is more of the deal. Did you know that Rebecca knew about her husband before the family did? The servant, representing the Holy Spirit, spoke to her before he spoke to the family. One of the reasons why some people are still single is because they are more concerned about what their family is saying. They don't want to disappoint dad or mom or grandma or grandpa and all they've done for them. And that's one of the reasons why we have so many marriages that are not working. Mom and dad are happy they got married, but the guy is not happy with his wife. Or the wife is not happy with her husband because that's not who she really wanted. Or the husband, that's not who, um, the husband didn't want the wife. He had somebody else, but family wasn't going to be happy. To make family happy, he married whomever they married. And while family is happy, the marriage is unhappy. I am happily married to Dana. Before we got married, I didn't have this conversation with my wife, so pray for me when I get home. (laughs) My wife was freaking out about what her dad was going to do. She was very concerned. She never told her dad until she was sure that I was serious, and I was serious. I kept encouraging her, everything's going to be cool. Let me tell you something, because sometimes and. I don't mean this, I, I say this respectfully, you know, I know I'm trying to brag on my wife a little bit, but we see people who seem to receive some of the things that God has for them and sometimes we don't understand what they have to go through to get there. Dana was willing, she, she got to this point, she said, listen, she was crying, she said, listen, if my dad is going to disown me, so be it. She was very frantic. I was encouraging her. He's going to be cool. He's going to like me. She was like, I don't know her dad. She knows her dad, and she knows. (laughs) I mean, she was crying. And she said, if he's going to have to disown her, so be it. She was willing. And I met her dad, and her dad was like, why didn't you tell me? He was stuffing me with food, eat some more food, and eat some more food. He was cool. She was concerned he won't come to the wedding. He came to the wedding. She kept telling me, listen, if he sticks around for like 10, 15 minutes, don't take it personal. The guy stayed all through the wedding. <laughs> he loved the food. He keeps talking about the wedding, even now sometimes. I like to say that, listen, when God is in control, everything is going to work out fine. And that's true, but the fact is, that's not always the case for some people. Whichever case, the point is, you can't let family dictate to you what the Holy Spirit has whispered to you. Mm -hmm. So he said, don't delay me. And they said, we'll ask Rebecca what she wants to do. So they went to Rebecca, Genesis 24, 57 and 58. Will you go with this man? Rebecca says, I will go. You see, if you are familiar with this story and you haven't really read it, you would think Rebecca had no choice. She had a choice. <laughs> Let me paraphrase this whole story. The servant basically tells the family, the Lord told me Rebecca is the one. They didn't say, okay, go. Rebecca had a choice. She had a choice before the servant left Abraham's house. That's why Abraham said, even if she's unwilling, letting us know she has a choice. Sadly, some people have made poor choices in relationships because somebody said the Lord told them to tell them that they were supposed to get married. I know one person in particular that I was shocked and, you know, her heart was, she loved the Lord and she was, she was a young believer at the time and she didn't know any better and obviously it was a disaster, but You have a choice. Whether Jesus is there, whether Jesus stands in front of the person, the person says, Jesus told me, I dreamt about it, I, you know, I felt it. You have a choice. And God's not going to tell somebody something about you that he hasn't told you. You have a choice. Rebecca was willing. And she left to go meet her husband. I believe it's in Genesis 24 verse 11 that the Bible says the servant came to the well outside the city which means Rebecca had to leave her city, come outside of it to get to the well where she met her divine connection. One of the reasons why some people are still single is because they're not going to leave their comfort zone. They won't leave their comfort zone, whatever that comfort zone is. Somebody said that God places your blessings outside your comfort zone and tells you, come get it. Some people are not willing to leave, whatever that comfort zone is. Rebecca, a lot of people are like Rebecca. The Spirit of God has told you there is a spouse for you. God has revealed to you in your heart, giving you a dream, there is somebody, you feel it in your spirit, you see it in your dreams, you feel it in your knower that there's somebody for you. But unlike Rebecca, you don't take the next step. Because at this point, when the servant was at Rebecca's household, she knew she had a husband. But in order for it to manifest, she had to leave. She had to move. But some people, they don't move. They don't move. They stay where they are. And there's somebody there. The Spirit has told them to move. God has told them to move. God has revealed to them there's somebody, but they stay where they are, and they never meet that person. And they blame God for it. And God's like, you didn't move. Rebecca changed location. Just like... God changed Adam's location, Genesis 2, 7, 8, 15. He created him from the dust of the ground and put him in the garden. Change of location. Ruth ended up with Boaz because God changed her location from Moab to Israel. Even one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament. Did you ever ask yourself, how does a guy like Moses not be married for 40 years? He's supposed to be a prince in Egypt. Even if he's not supposed to be part of the Egyptian populace, the fact of the matter is, how come he's not married or until he runs for his life? Change of location. And ends up in median and he meets his Ethiopian wife, Zipporah. And just like that. Just like that. For some people, it's just that fast. Just to change your location. The truth is, my emphasis is not so much on location, but on change for some people is a change of location, literally. Change your job, change your friends, change where you go, change your city, change your country, change your apartment, change your house. God will have told you that if that applies to you. You're already thinking about it. If that applies to you, change your church, change your fellowship, whatever the case is. But sometimes God's like, change your attitude. Change your attitude. Change the way you think. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. I think it's Romans 12. Then you will know the will of God. His good, perfect, acceptable, depending on what translation you have. I've mentioned this before. The story of Boaz and Ruth. Four chapters. There's a guy named Elimelech. He has a wife named Naomi. Naomi and two sons, Malon and Killian. There was a famine in Israel, so they left Israel and went to Moab. When they got to Moab, Elimelech's sons, Malon and Killian, married two Moabite women, Orpah and Ruth. Unfortunately, Elimelech died and the sons died, so Naomi is left with Orpah and Ruth. Things were better in Israel, so Naomi decides to go back, and Orpah and Ruth decide to go back with her. Naomi says, no, don't follow me, because... The bottom, has fall, uh, the, the bottom has fallen out. God is against me, blah, blah, blah. So, Orpah remained. But Ruth left. And Ruth ended up with Boaz. The Israelite custom, the way it works is, if a man died and left a wife with no kids, the brother closer to that man or the closest relative was responsible for marrying the wife, Okay? So, that's how Boaz ended up with uh, Ruth. There was a guy that was ahead of Boaz. He was closer to the family of Elimelech than Boaz was. He had the right to marry Ruth first, but he refused. That's how Boaz got Ruth. But here's my point. If you read the story, it appears Orpah was older than Ruth. So if Orpah had left and come to Israel, who knows? Maybe the guy will have wanted Orpah. But here's my point. There was a guy. There was somebody that God had in the law to marry her. But she never met him because she didn't move. She didn't change. She didn't change location. She didn't go for it. In fact, the Bible says she went back to her God, letting us know that there was a window, there was a period of time when she was married to the Israelite people; that she was serving God. But after they died, and Naomi' family says, "Don't go," she stayed back. But Ruth, on the other hand, said, "Uh-uh, you are gonna kill me. I'm going." You, listen, sometimes you have to have that attitude. Love your family; they love God and all that. But you gotta have that chutzpah in you to say, "You know what? I love you, but I'm going." I think this is what God is saying and I'm going to do this. So Ruth ends up with Boaz. Rebecca ends up with Isaac. I find it interesting because I think it's in Genesis 24, 63, to the end of the the verse. She's riding on the camels. Ha! The same camels she watered. You never know when God brings something before you when you're faithful with little things, God will give you much. She did not know when she was watering those camels that they were for her. She did not know how many people have, have, have stared destiny in the face, but because they had no discernment, they weren't listening to the Spirit of God, they let other people talk them out of stuff, and they just miss it. The camels she was working hard to take care of were hers. She rode the camel back. And the Bible says Isaac was going to meditate. (laughs) And it's funny. It's like a romantic movie. He's going to meditate, and he looked up. (laughs) And he saw camels, and she looked up, and she saw Isaac. It is very romantic, but also very funny. Because she looks up, she sees Isaac. He looks up, he sees camels. And I'm like, isn't that typical of guys in relationships? The lady sees the guy and says, oh, my husband. The guy sees the lady and is like, oh, man, it's going to cost me a lot. (laughs) They met each other. Rebecca does not know Isaac. She's never met him before. And thank God we are not subject to what she had to go through. But she never met him. She doesn't know what he's like. She just went by faith. So I guess she wasn't picky, because she doesn't know who this guy is. I want to encourage everyone here not to overanalyze things sometimes and miss up on what God has for you. I don't want you to end up like this lady I heard of. And some of you may have heard of her that went to a store in New York known as The Husband Store. Some of you may have heard the story. There was a husband's store and uh, there was a rule in the store. When you get to the husband's store, you only visit it once. There are six floors in the store. You can get a husband in whatever floor you are on, but you can't go back down. You can only go up. The only way you can go down is if you're exiting the building. So this lady goes into the husband's store to find a husband. She goes to the first floor. And she saw a sign that says, the husbands on this floor, they have a job and they love God. That's it. Nothing else. She skipped the floor and went to the second floor. It says, the husbands on this floor, they have a job, they love God, and they love kids. She skipped and went to the third floor. The husbands on this floor, they have a job, they love God, they love kids, and they're good looking. She was like, wow, this is good. She went to the fourth floor. The husband's on the fourth floor. They have a job. They love God. They love kids. They're good-looking. And they're romantic. She was like, wow, this is beautiful. She went to the fifth floor. On the fifth floor, it says the husband's here. They have a job. They love God. They love kids. They're good-looking, they're romantic, and they do housework. She was like, what? She went to the sixth floor. She got to the sixth floor, and she saw a sign that says, welcome to the sixth floor. You are visitor 4,366,012. There are no men on this floor. This floor only exists to prove that women cannot be satisfied. Don't, don't miss a step as you exit the building. Thank you for visiting the husband's store. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the message tonight.
0: Hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit OJ Tokes That is, OJ Tokes If you like Christian inspirational hip hop, check out OJ Tokes Christian Inspirational Hip Hop Album breath of fresh air which is now available on itunes google play amazon and other music outlets you can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org thanks again for listening to the while you are single podcast which OJ Tokes presents weekly every monday if this podcast has been a blessing to you please share with your friends and join us again next monday until then take care and stay blessed